Hi, I'm Sydney, and you're listening to Let It Simmer. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let It Simmer. I'm your host, Sydney, and today I'm going to be talking about what it's been like to get my English major here at Gonzaga. So for those of you who don't know, I am a, what you call a dual degree, and so that's when you get two different majors in different schools. So I am in the College of Arts and Sciences, where I'm getting a Bachelor of Arts in English with a writing concentration, and I'm also in the business school getting a general business degree with a concentration in entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, So I'm just going to, this week I'll take you through my English major, next week I'll probably take you through my business major. Um, I'll take you through the different classes that I've taken over the years, kind of what a English major constitutes here at Gonzaga, um, all that good stuff. So starting with my English major and writing concentration, I believe a general, like, just an English major with no concentration at Gonzaga is 36 credits, but to get the writing concentration, you need 39 credits, which isn't a very big discrepancy at all. And so some of the English classes I've had to take is, for starters, um, the way Gonzaga does their scheduling for freshmen is that the academic advisors make every schedule for every freshman. And so they put me in English 204 Studies in Film Hollywood Cinema my first semester at Gonzaga. And this was, um, hands down, one of my favorite classes. This was actually a really cool class. I enjoyed it. And it's probably one of the very few classes that I actually remember um, taking here at Gonzaga. Like, a lot of them just don't really leave much of an impact but this one did and so kind of what the class constituted was basically we would watch movies every week so like one day our class would be kind of shorter and then the next time we met so if it was like a Tuesday Thursday class Tuesdays we'd meet for around I don't remember quite the exact times but like three-ish hours and then on Thursdays we'd only meet for like an hour and 15 minutes and so every week we'd watch a different movie and so it started out um with some of the basic very first films that ever came out in Hollywood which were basically black and white with subtitles and then we kind of worked our way up to blockbuster films um that were more prevalent and like things that I had seen before and so it was just really cool to see the progression of the different movies um for this era era and I'm not gonna lie though like we watched the films in our like kind of amphitheater that we have like the junt theater essentially and it's dark there's comfy chairs you're watching a movie and I kid you not I do not know why like it's never made any sense to me but I fell asleep for like some amount of time every other week on the dot. So like, if I watch the whole movie and I never fell asleep this one week, the next week without fail, I will fall asleep for part of the movie. The next week, I'll be awake the entire time. The week after that, I will fall asleep for some part of the movie. I don't know why. It was literally like a strict schedule (laughs) that I followed and I never meant to. I really did want to like stay up and watch all the movies because they were really interesting. But 
I don't know, needed sleep, I guess. Uh, so one of the movies I ended up falling asleep to was Citizen Kane. I remember that because that one was like a really famous movie that a lot of people talked about and I just fell asleep and it's not something I'd ever want to watch again. But like one of the movies that I really ended up liking was Singing in the Rain. This is probably one of my favorite movies now. And we got to watch it in class and it was just so cool and so amazing just to watch them dance and how absolutely in sync and flawless they were with their performance. So that's definitely a a movie I recommend and that's just kind of one of the films I watched. And so basically some of our assignments for this class is we'd have to, I mean our homework was just to watch movies essentially and we'd do different assignments. So one was I had to do like a premiere or showing for my friends. So I ended up showing Jaws to some of my friends who hadn't seen it. And it was just interesting to see their reactions because that was one of the movies I grew up on and had very different opinions on some of the cinematography than they did. So that was a cool assignment to see how other people react to something you know well. And then another assignment was to write five different papers for five different viewings of the same movie. So I ended up watching Rocky five times and then writing a paper on the different things I noticed each time. So that was cool. So just really cool assignments and stuff that I got to do for that. And then in the spring of my freshman year, I was in English 102, Intro to Literature. And this class was fine. It was just, I got to read some cool short stories, but it wasn't something that was super exciting, super interesting. I remember reading reading Ursula K. Le Guin, one of her stories, and I thought it was really cool. And Kurt Vonnegut, hope I'm pronouncing that right. And one of his stories were cool, and we just kind of wrote some papers with rhetorical analysis, just kind of deciphering the text. It wasn't super memorable, um, nothing special. And then my summer, I ended up doing a study abroad program, and it was called Literary Ireland. So I got two upper degree English courses out of the way. So I got English 305, The Writing Traveler, which was more of an elective, and then English 350, 20th Century British Literature, out of the way. And these classes, I mean, you were studying abroad, but you'd like go to class two days a week, and the rest of the time was yours to explore, and we'd have excursions that were with the class. But it was really cool just to be in that environment. We got to have actual Irish poets come to class and read some of their poetry to us and just experience a different kind of literature that I wasn't super used to and so we got to go to like the James Joyce Tower and there was a lot on Yeats and just very prominent Irish authors and writers and we got to learn about them in that actual environment and go to museums about them which just isn't something that would be possible here in Spokane or even probably most places in the U.S. So it was a really special experience and it was really easy classes just because it was more about experience than like tests or homework or anything like that. So those were really awesome and I did really enjoy getting those classes like two upper divisions out of the way. And then in fall 2019, so my sophomore year, I thought I had tested out of English 101 because there is no reason I should have taken, needed to take, English 101. It was absolute waste of time. I was probably writing at that level and like 
freshman year of high school. It just, I was like a sophomore with a bunch of freshmen. I did not enjoy that class. I do not, to this day, I do, I know I did not need to take that. Um, I'd already taken like a ton of upper division English classes. It just wasn't important for me to take that, but I had to take it, got through it. And I also took English 307, typography and book design that semester, and English 311, American Literature 2. So the typography and book design class was actually really awesome, and I was really excited to take it. And I felt like I learned a lot of things. So like sans serif, I know is font without little feet. So kind of like the little dashes on top of a K, if you can kind of picture what I'm saying. And serif is when they have those kind of dashes, like the feet. So that's something I remember, um, but my teacher was really cool for that class, and what we ended up doing was kind of helping to format this book, so we'd get a chapter, and we had to format it in three different ways. So we'd kind of do the title, have the text, do what we're excited if we want an author page. It was really our choice, and then it was just something tangible that we got to have at the end of the class to kind of add to our portfolio if we wanted to. And we got to work with Photoshop and Adobe InDesign. And it was just like a really good experiential class. And I really enjoyed it. And the teacher was really cool. Oh, and something really cool that we got to do in that class was we have an actual letterpress here in Spokane. And I think, if I remember correctly from two years ago, that it was essentially the only letterpress like on this side of the West Coast. And that could be Cap. That could be 100% cap. But if I remember correctly, or maybe at least it's like the only working letterpress. And so we got to go into that shop and make our own letterpress. So I did a quote from Walt Whitman and it's Nation of Nations. So I got to pick out the letters, put it into the frame, and then you have to put all this wood to make sure that the frame's really tight so that when you lift it up and flip it over, it, nothing falls out. And I got to put in this little star. It's not a stamp, but I mean, I'd equate it to a stamp. And um, little flags. It was really cool. And then we got to paint on the ink and then roll the machine, roll it off. And then we'd have our own like sh sheet. I think it's 11 by 17 of whatever design we wanted. And it was really cool. I really like that. And I'm hoping to take another one of their classes before I graduate because it was just awesome. And we got to keep, we got to make 10 sheets because they all come out slightly different just based on ink and how you roll it etc so that was really cool that was probably one of my favorite classes at Gonzaga and then the American literature too that was cool we just read some uh, like American authors Frederick Douglass was one I don't really remember any of the rest but it was like interesting I really liked that teacher he was really great at what he did, and it was just cool to read some American literature. And then for the spring, so the spring of my sophomore year, I was in English 302 fiction writing. And this one was pretty cool, too. Uh, the teacher was awesome. She was also my advisor. And then that semester just kind of got cut short because of COVID. But basically, we wrote two long essays, um four short essays, which were like two to three pages. The long essays were anywhere from six to 12. Just fiction, whatever we wanted. Got to read some cool writers um, that wrote fiction. Yeah, interesting class. And then 
for my junior year, I was in English 413, 19th century American novel. So, I mean, this was with the same teacher as my other, my American literature too. I don't really remember much about this class, if I'm being honest. Some classes just don't leave as much of an impression as others. So we're just going to skip that one. And then spring of 2021, so spring of my junior year, I was in English 330, Shakespeare and pop culture. I actually did like this class. And going in, I did not think that I was going to like it because, I don't know, I've never really been one to read Shakespeare and be a really into theater or any of that. But I did end up liking it to an extent in that I kind of learned some cool things. So 10 Things I Hate About You is one of my favorite movies. And I actually learned that it was based off The Taming of the Shrew in kind of this 1990s shakes pop where a lot of the kind of teenage films coming out were based on Shakespeare novels. And so I thought that was cool to learn little tidbits about that. Um, We read four books by Shakespeare. The Tempest, Othello, The Taming of the Shrew, and then I got to pick one. And the one that I picked... Oh, was Twelfth Night, which... Another Shakespeare, which kind of came out later than the 1990s, because I'm pretty sure it came out in 2006. Well, She's the Man, which is another one of my favorite movies. So it was just crazy to kind of learn that these movies I'd grown up watching were based off of Shakespeare and then to read the books and make the connections and kind of like be like oh duke that's why his name because there is an actual duke in the story so that was really cool i did enjoy that class i didn't think i would but i did end up liking it a fair amount and so then for my senior year some of the classes some of the english classes i took last semester was english 308 the art of editing and English 403, Advanced Nonfiction Writing. And I really liked my editing class. I really liked the teacher. He was the same one as the typography and book design class that I took. And so we were just coming out with these tangible projects that we could use in a portfolio. So our first assignment was writing a review on a literary journal. And I wrote a review on the Tiny Journal, which is a really cool online journal. I would suggest you guys checking it out. It's on my, it's basically microfiction, so really short essays that are pretty much under a thousand words and short brief poems. And it was really cool to just, we like had to read the entire issue of one journal. And so I read issue four and it was really cool. And I think that my review should get published on the reviewreview.net along with an interview. So we were also um, asked to reach out to the editor-in-chief of the journal and so I reached out got to ask her I think eight questions and then got to record her responses and that should be published with my review as well so that was a really cool tangible thing that I got out of that class and then we also did a developmental editing letter which was cool and something like I needed I just like learned the different types of editing and what they all consisted of 
So developmental editing, really like that. That's basically where you make sure that the characters and the plot and like the big things of a story are all cohesive throughout. And if not, you kind of make notes and write, hey, like this is a little off, but I liked what you did there. Um, I think your biggest problem is the characters and this is why I think that and here's what I think you can do to fix that. And so stuff like that. That was really cool to learn about developmental editing. And then we had a copy and line editing assignment. And this would have been fine, except our teacher had it do had us do it in Chicago manual style. And Chicago manual style is not fun, ladies and gentlemen. It is not fun at all. I do not like it. I do not want to ever have to write in that style ever. Because it is just so tedious and... We had to go onto the CMOS site and look up all these things, look up all these different rules, and then apply it to this paper, which already had issues on its own. And then our teacher also went in and made his own errors that we would have to find and fix. And so oh, we had to do that. And so like the copy editing was kind of more, I hope I'm getting this right, but the copy editing was more like how it read. If it read well, fixing like this word doesn't make sense in this context. I'm going to take it out and replace it with this word. Or I'm going to delete this sentence because this doesn't make sense. Or I'm going to move this up here and move this down here because that flows better. So that was kind of the copy editing. And you do that first before the line editing because the line editing is like very meticulous commas, apostrophes, quotation marks, capitalization, punctuation, all of those things that literally pretty much need to be done last because if you if you start with line editing before developmental editing, well, the story is going to completely change or like a good part of it's going to change. So then you did all that work for nothing. So it's very important, like the order that all this editing occurs. So I learned that that was really cool. And then we came out with like a tangible project of where we applied our copy and line editing so it could showcase how I am kind of meticulous about certain things and show the different things that I catch. And our final project was working with someone in the Spokane community on a project that they needed help with. And so I ended up doing some brochures for a company in Spokane, which was cool just to apply some editing knowledge and help them out. And then the other class, Advanced Nonfiction Writing. This is another class that I kind of went into thinking that I was not going to like, and I loved it. I loved nonfiction writing. I thought it was really awesome. I loved every story we read. And in my podcast on my favorite books, I talked about the anthology of nonfiction, contemporary creative nonfiction that we had to read for that class. And that just shows how much I liked the class. I loved every reading we got to do for it. Well, for the most part. Um, and then the writing was just a lot of fun. The assignments that we got to do, it was really reflective and kind of crazy to be writing about myself. That's not something I'd ever done before. And my teacher was really awesome. That was my advisor. And that was actually her last class last semester because she changed professions, which is kind of a bummer, but bigger and better for her. So I really like that class. And then my final English class that I'm in is English 466, The Experiments of Modernism. And this is basically a poetry class on the modernism era, which kind of ran from like the 1890s to the 1940s. So different poets like T.S. Eliot, Gertrude Stein, Ezra Pound, um, just 
things that fall into that era. And I'm not a big poetry person. I'm a big fiction, nonfiction writing person. Poetry is just something that I feel goes over my head. However, it is very interesting to learn and the teacher is really awesome. So it's been an interesting class so far. And then just kind of overall for my English degree, I have to do a senior capstone project. And so for my project, I'm writing a novel, which isn't what you have to do. Basically, you have to write either 50 pages of fiction or nonfiction writing or 30 pages of poetry. And I was already just writing a novel because that's what I want to do with my life. So I'm just applying it to this capstone, which has been hard. But it's been cool because I have a mentor that's on the faculty, on the staff of the English department. So he's been helping me out, giving me that feedback, helping me with developmental editing at the current moment. So that's been really cool. And so those are just the classes that I have taken over my four years here at Gonzaga. And just to kind of break down the major. So basically, you have to take you have to take English 101, apparently. Why? I don't know. And you have to get a five to test out of it on like the AP. And I did not get a five. I got a four. So apparently I didn't test out of it. But getting a four got me three random English credits. That did literally nothing for me. So why I got them, I don't know. But whatever. So you have to take English 101, and then you have to take one of the following courses. English 102, Introduction to Literature, which is what I took. Or English 105, Themes in Literature. Or English 106, Topics, Multicultural, and World Literature. But I took the first one. Then you have to take one 200-level literature course, which was my freshman year English 204 Studies in Film. And then in terms of upper division, so that gets you nine credits there, but then you need 30 credits of upper division. So you need British literature pre-1660. And so that was my Shakespeare course. You need British literature post-1660, which for me was English 350, 20th century British literature, which is what I took in Ireland. And then you need American literature pre-1900. So I took English 311 American literature too. And then you need American literature post-1900. So that's what I'm taking right now, Experiments of Modernism. You need one English elective. So that's basically any of the however many literature courses they give you. And so that was my 19th century American novel. And then for writing courses, for the writing concentration, you have to take five classes, so 15 credits worth. And that was my The Art of Editing, The Writing Traveler, which I took in Ireland. Typography and book design, fiction writing, advanced nonfiction writing, and you have to have at least one of the those courses be a 400 level, and so that was my advanced nonfiction writing class. That was my 400 level, and then the capstone project is just essentially English 496 writing senior project, and that's worth zero credits, and so that's basically my English major. It's definitely one of the easier majors in terms of credits to get here at Gonzaga. Um, overall, I do think that I have become a better writer. I think a lot of it's just practice, like being able to have a prompt and get feedback from a teacher. That's definitely really helpful. Like that feedback component is definitely really important. 
but also just some of the tangible things that I've gotten out of my classes, such as the typography and book design, that actually helped me get an editing job at the end of my junior year. So I got that in May and I'm still working um, as a book editor for a Spokane company. And that's been my favorite job that I've ever had to date. So stuff like that's really cool. And then just kind of the editing, another one where it's just really specifics that I learned, um, which is something that I'll probably want to do before I hopefully become a published author. So editing, really cool. I did like to learn, I just like being well-read. So a lot of the literature courses, I think, allowed me to be a well-read individual. So definitely, I think, obviously I think this, but I think an English major can heighten any degree. And I think that anybody who knows how to write, because you have to write, you have to know how to write, no matter what you do. My biology friends, they have to write. I'm an English major, I have to write. Business majors, they have to write. Everybody has to write. And so I think personally, and obviously I'm hoping, and I've heard a lot of stories where this is the case, but English majors, aka like people who know how to write, are seen more favorably in jobs, even if it's not English related. So I'm pretty sure one of my professors had a marketing job, but she was solely an English major. And they ended up I think there were layoffs and they ended up keeping her solely because she knew how to write so well. So I think having an English major can only heighten any degree you have. And that was kind of my idea. Well, it wasn't my idea. I always planned to come into Gonzaga, be an English major. And then I always planned to add on another major just because it is 39 credits and I needed at least 120 to graduate. And then getting my dual degree, it made me need 158 credits to graduate. But there's just like too many credits, too many additional credits that I needed to not want to put them towards like another degree or another minor or something like tangible. And so I always came in knowing I'd want to get an English major and then I just also added another because I could. And I think that overall my English major is definitely the most valuable major and skill set that I will have heightened in college. So yeah, if you have any questions about an English major, I don't know. You can probably find a way to ask me. I do really like English, so I hope that this was helpful if you're deciding on what major you want to get and if English is at your, like, kind of the forefront of your mind, or maybe it's an afterthought. I think an English minor can be really helpful too as long as you get the skill set of writing. So thank you for listening.